need light? All right, here we go. We're doing another one. It's the comedy couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. Yeah, I'm Tony we're, Tripoli. We divided these up because we had so much going on. We, well, we were just worried, frankly. Yeah, technically. And I all can't that tell stuff. that painful story of my Book of Mormon date again. No, you that too, once was enough. It hurt but the you first didn't time. tell the the story about New York. I don't know if you wanted to tell it again. Oh yeah, no. When I was in New York, I have a a, a guy there that I I've gone out with guy the last in every three port. trips. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And boy, it sure is keeping me happy. Um, and so there's a guy there named Kyle that I like very much, actually. And I think he's, you know, he's like 32 and he's a grown up and he's got a job and blah, blah, blah. But I did notice that, you know, he seems to like when he's not working, if he's not at work, he's drunk. That's sort of been my experience. And I know that that's an exaggeration. Right. Okay, here's another thing. People have to stop saying over exaggerate. People have to stop saying over-exaggeration or I over-exaggerated that or you're yeah. over-exaggerating. No, that's what exaggerating is. Yeah. You don't need to put say over first, I gotcha. all right? Yeah. And also, if you, could fucking, if you can't say espresso, then you don't get one. <laughs> if you fucking that, walk you up- You should tweet that. If you that's walk up and tweet. order- If you walk up and order espresso- Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to write your name on a cup. I'm going to charge you $4 and I'm going to give you back the empty cup at the other side of the counter. Yeah. Fuck- you, I might put a little dictionary slip in there yeah. that says espresso with the definition. Okay. Thank you. All right, sidebar. Who so, who brought that on? I just it's, nobody. People say things that annoy me. Okay, but nobody is nobody in particular. No one that okay. uh, mistreated me romantically has said espresso. espresso okay. As far as I know. By the way, October third would have been my fourth anniversary with Eric. Oh wow! Just so I want you to know why I'm in such a great mood. All right, so, so wait, no, wait, let's go back to that. What, there's you nothing still, to go back to. But it still haunts. Yes. Every I, day? Once in a while? Um, every few days. I think every about few days. I think like we would have been together four years, like and okay, uh, yeah, you would have been together four years with someone who hates you. But like I, I'm like, wow, four years we really would have had like we would have had a home and like we would have really been like But it feel when did you break up? It feels like over Yeah, we broke up, it'll be four years next Valentine's Day. Right. We only even went out from October to Valentine's Day. Like it okay. was like the shortest yeah, relationship, but I was like, you know, I was in it. You were whatever. Done. You People were don't want to fucking hear about Eric. Yeah. Um, but I don't. Even, I don't know where he is. I don't know what is in his life. I know nothing. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, zero. Mm. Um, so whatever. I but I wonder if he wants to go see Book of Mormon. Maybe. Um, anyhow, but so uh, this so guy Kyle, Kyle, who I've it, met and is nice, is so nice. And um, where'd you meet him? I met him in New York. And what were we doing? You were at Chevy's the first time. Where I were met we you? sitting? In the bar. Yes, we were, Dennis. But I was there already there. You met me there. So I led yes. you into temptation. No, that's fine. And so anyway, so I had said he was sending all these texts like before I got there this trip, like, hey, I don't want to freak you out because, you know, we met on Grinder, Right. You know, in like February. So he's like, look, I don't want to freak you out. Like, but I just I really like you and I really want us to have like. Like, I'm so excited for you to come, and I want to, like, we're going to have a few days. And I was staying four extra days for us to just play boyfriend. Yeah. And I was like, no, I love that you want it to be, like, romantic. Like, I want to just fucking play boyfriend yeah. for four. That, this is going to be awesome. We're just going to stay. It'll be great. We'll go see shows, go to dinners, and have sex, and cuddle, and move, whatever. And so he was, like, really into it, and I was really into it. So then I get there, and he just was drunk the whole time. And the first night, when I finally got to see him, after doing the you know, having this hard week of fashion Was he police, getting drunk with you or drunk when you met him? He would show up already having had a few drinks. Okay. And then we went and saw a show. I can't, that wasn't Chaplin. We went and saw something else the first night. And then we went back to the hotel to have sex, and I was on top of him, like, making out. And we had already, like, 
sucked each other's dicks a lot. Like we were in it. Like we were doing. Like we were full on. Like yeah. doing sex. Right. And then he just fell asleep. He just. Like I was literally on top that's of him, almost like kissing like, his that's neck. That's like a and, something from a Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, movie. it's like what? Yeah. And so I just rolled over and was like, ugh, and went to sleep. And so the next morning, he wakes. You know, he gets up every morning at like five a.m. So right. he can't sleep in past like seven. So the next morning, he woke up and I was like, you need to just go home. And we were supposed to have brunch with his friends. I was like, text me the address. I'll just right. meet you at the brunch. So I meet him there at one o'clock. Right. They've all already had like three drinks. So they're half in the bag. And I was on time. It wasn't like I was late or like, it was like, what? So then we have drinks at brunch. And then after brunch, everyone's just, you know, drunk. And they're like, let's go to the park because it's such a beautiful day. So we'll get, um, we'll get two bottles of red wine and we'll go to the park. And, and I'm like, whatever, fine. And before we do that though, let's go to our friend Arthur's apartment. Um, and see his apartment and get like he has like a blanket and like stuff to take to the park. So we got a bottle of champagne to drink at his apartment before we went to the park to have the two bottles of wine. And I was like, P.S. There's four of us. Yeah. There's four of us. We've all had cocktails. You guys have had like four drinks each. Right. Now we're going to each have a glass of champagne and then each have like two or three glasses of wine. Like, yeah. And then it'll be four in the afternoon. And yeah. We're all like, how is this? And that's what we did. So we went back to the hotel and then he passed out drunk again. Then we went to see Chaplin that night. And afterwards we were trying to have sex. And this is a little vulgar, but we were doing the sex and I ejaculated you know, on him. Right. And he was like going to then, you know, he was going to ejaculate. And but it was on him. And so I was like, there's a towel right here on the floor. And I reached to get the towel and I'm not making it up while I'd reached down to pick up the towel. I heard <laughs> and he fell asleep. He fell asleep before he even with like my load on his face. Yeah. And just snooze. Like, on his are you... face or on yes! his chest? Oh. That's why I needed to wipe it. Like it wasn't yeah. like it was like, look, this is going to it's going to get in your eye. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like. We had been having what I thought was really hot sex. Yeah. And it literally was like, boom. Yeah. And and there he asleep with a hard on with his hand still on his dick. <laughs> Load on his face. Yes. I mean, I know it's it's uncouth, but that's a story you got to tell people. Yeah, right? that, you know what? It was worth the mess up technically because the last time you told that story I didn't say the was load on was not, not on his because face that's so vulgar Dennis but no but it really paints it's literally. crucial to how shocking it is <laughs> that you could follow like yes why more, Tony why did you have to wipe yeah. him up so urgently well that's why yeah that's that that's a detail that wow that sucks though God. how did you leave it with him well, so that's not the end of the story so right. now now we have one more night left and we still have not had sex where we both came. Right. All right. So like, it's pretty what? much like any of my relationships. <laughs> Who am I, Dennis Hensley? Um, and so, and so, we have it's Sunday night now. That needs to be the title of this podcast. <laughs> Who am I, Dennis Hensley? Question mark. Anyways, um, and so, um, and so, uh, we now it's Sunday, and we're gonna go and see the great Jackie Beat. She's performing at the Lori Beachman Theater. Yes. And uh, so I got tickets for he and I, and I was like, tell your friends. So one of his friends is going to join us. And and he's like, okay. So he, you know, goes home, and I'm like, I will meet you 
um, at I wanted to go shopping. I wanted to go to like H and M and pick something up. Or no, there was a store there called Joe. I can't remember what it's called. Joe Everybody or Joe something. It's just some store. And I really want to go check it out. And it turns out it wasn't that great. But I was like, I'm going to go do some shopping and then I'll meet you at wherever you want me to meet. Yeah. So he was like, of course, meet me at the bar. So I meet him at the bar at like three o'clock. And the show is at seven. So we wanted to be there at like six so that we could eat first. Right. So um, I meet him at the bar and then he and his friends are there and they're all, you know, already halfway drunk. But it's the most sober I've seen him. And I'm like, and I'm saying to him, you can't be drunk on Sunday. You what does he say when you talk to him about the drinking? Does he like, say, really I know? Me. Does he and say, I have a problem? What does no, he say No, he's about like, it? no, but you know, and then I just thought I'd, I thought I'd eaten more at dinner, and I thought it was going to absorb it, and you know how people that drink are. They have all these bullshit excuses right. for like why the yoga teacher didn't show up. I know. And so, God damn it. And so I'm like, look, my sister's an alcoholic. My mother is an alcoholic. This is really, really a sensitive area for me. And I want to have one of our fucking four nights together where we actually are romantic and I like you. So we're going to go see fucking Jackie Beat. Yeah. You're going to be sober. We're going to make love and you're going to like it. Do you right. know what I'm saying? Like, like it or not, that's this yeah, is. Yeah, and you're going to be awake for most of it. And so now it really is like a relationship. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm hate his guts. Right. You so, could hate fuck him. And so um, we then go to the Jackie Beat show and one of his friends joins us and they put a fourth person, a stranger, who had come alone at our table and we're like on stage. We're all the way down front, right? Right. So, and the stranger joined us was so nice. He was this young kid that had just moved to New York and he was like an artist and he was going to like the Art Institute or something and we, he was from like Ohio or something. He was so sweet. He was like 21. Right. Really nice kid. So we're talking to him and, and I go, well, I want to go say hi to Jackie. So I go backstage and I'm talking to Jackie for a couple minutes and I come back and suddenly they all have a cocktail, but the first cocktails are now gone. So now they're like done with, and they have two empty glasses so in front well, of this each This was before the show. Before the show. Okay. And I'm like, listen, you can't be getting, and he's like, no, no, I'm fine. This is all I'm going to have. This is all I'm going to have is just these two. So Jackie comes out, and her fucking Jackie Beat, if you've never seen Jackie Beat live, she's amazing. She's brilliant. She's hilarious. She's filthy. Um, and she messes with the audience as performers do. Yeah. So don't be drunk sitting up against the stage because she's going to know. Yeah. And so Kyle was fine, but his friend has now had like four cocktails and starts yelling shit out at the drag queen on stage. Like participant, not heckling, but like, yeah, you go girl. I'm yeah. like, I love that. That was a good one. And like, just fucking shut up. And Jackie's like going to fucking have to cut him. And so I say to Kyle, get him out of her, you have to go to her. This is ridiculous. Make him yeah. stop. And Kyle goes, "What do you want me to do?" And I go, "This." And I reach across Kyle and grab this guy's wrist. I don't even know this guy. Lift him up. Walk him out to the back of the room. Get our check. Pay our check, which was over two hundred dollars, which really pisses me off. Oh, all those fucking drinks I end up paying for. Pay the fucking two hundred dollars. Leave a big tip, and then take him upstairs. And we're up there, and now I'm waiting for Kyle. And it's like I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And there's like 15 minutes left in the show. Kyle sits there and watches the rest of the show. Oh, thank God they're gone. Now I can enjoy the show. Yeah, he stayed down there and watched. So While when the show is finally drunk. over and the audience all leaves, then Kyle comes up and is like, ugh, thanks for getting rid of him. He is such a dick. And I'm like, um, I need to put him in a cab and you need to get him home safe. And, you, and he's like, no, 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 I'm going to come with you. You know, this is our night. I go, no. I can't believe that you stayed and watched the last 15 minutes. of the, Like, I just can't fucking believe that, that I had to babysit your drunk friend. Like, no, you asshole drunk and asshole 
my fucking ex New York boyfriend both need to get in a cab and just get the fuck out of here. And so that was it. And I mean, I wasn't like super, super mad. Like I didn't make it super clear to Kyle how mad I was obviously, because then he texted me the next day and was like, can't wait to see you when you come back at Thanksgiving. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. Like I just sent him like these one word text answers, but like, I don't think I want to see him again. Yeah. It's just a bummer. It's a bummer. You didn't get good times. So whatever. But, and I know he knows because he texted me this week and was like, um, Oh, I can't remember what it was. It was something about like being, Oh, I'm out, I'm out with a bunch of friends and they're like, they're all drunk and I'm not drinking tonight. I think I know what you must've felt like on your last trip or something. Like he kind of acknowledged it. And I was like, yeah, it wasn't that fun. Yeah. You know, it's weird. A lot of people, sometimes I forget how much of a relationship with alcohol people have because I don't really have one. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, even if you're sober, you have a relationship. Like, it's a thing. Right. And it's I a love big to, thing I love to have a, a drink. Like, I love to come home from a hard day, yeah. and I'll make myself a rusty nail here and sit here What's on the couch. What's a rusty nail? Uh, scotch and drambouille. I don't um, even know what drambouille is. It's clove liqueur. It's like a total Ooh. old man drink, but that's like that's my drink. I didn't know and that I was love, your drink. Oh, yeah. It's good for singing. You can sing all night on a, sipping on a rusty nail. That's Because clove know. liqueur is good for your vocals. I it's, love that. Yeah, it's soothing and... Whatever. Well, I um, I have a um, but like I don't ever you've like I never sit here on the couch and just get fucking hammered. I don't and think then, I've ever seen you. Drunk. Even if I did, I would at least be at home. I've never but seen I'm, you drunk. Yeah, I've never seen you act drunk or be drunk. Right, it's weird. So there you go. Um, I met a fellow on Scruff. Yeah, I've never Matt. been on Scruff. I like Scruff. Okay. I mean, is it's it whatever? Is it just as sexy as Grinder? It's more user friendly. There's more, you can no, have but more I mean, of a profile. It, it's still hook up. It's, it's just about sex. It's not like I mean, not I'm necessarily. Not Some people are, but you well, know, those people a lot are of people, assholes. I don't think you're so. you're not supposed to go on those sites to make friends. Oh, you're I think you to... totally can. Okay, I think it's totally fine. It's just a tool to meet people, and then either if you're into what they're into, then I do have whatever. to say I fucked a lot of people on Grinder that said they were not their hookup. Yeah, well, just good. That's great. Yeah. So I kind of think it's bullshit most of the time when yeah. people say it, except for when I'm on there. Um... Anyway, this guy's in Switzerland. And he lives in Switzerland. He lives in Switzerland, and so Scruff isn't how close it is normally. But then oh, there's okay. also a global feature. When you first log on, it's global, and somehow he hooked, he woofed at me, which is like a oh wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> it's a woof? woof, yeah, it's a woof. It's called a woof. It's dumb, but it's a good thing to do if you just want to send out a little something and not put yourself out there with a hello or what's going on or whatever. All right. I, can I interrupt really quickly to yeah. talk about good days? Yeah. Because there are a lot of t-shirts, you yeah. know, red t-shirts and then, but right. there were a lot of people that make their own t-shirts mm-hmm. and I ordered Tom and I both the official, uh, good days t-shirt. Yeah. And which will probably arrive on Monday. Oh shit. They didn't, they didn't show. I paid for the overnight shipping and everything. So whatever. I'm out. Oh, fuck $70. God um, whatever it. it is, what it is, you know, this, the gays are in charge. They're not good with fucking postage. So, um, but they, on the website, it, there was a thing that said, please, you know, keep, keep in mind, this is Disneyland. Yeah. If you're not going to wear the official shirt, if you're wearing a shirt, like wear something that's appropriate for children to see. And uh, so no cum dump. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, I'm with cum dump with the arrow. <laughs> Um, which is a really good T-shirt, which I should actually start selling. But well, the problem um, is, if you're with Cum Dump, you have to keep taking your shirt off and give it to the next guy, <laughs> and then it's the shirt gets passed around as much as the Cum Dump, as the Cum Dump himself. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was there, you know, the, the bears, the bears turn out. 
sure. for the gays oh, at yeah. Disney. Like, you They're know, all about it's it. It's not, yeah, it's, and you know, I fucking love some bears. And um, they're, I'm not their favorite, but whatever. It's just like regular gay people, I guess. So um, that there was, there were these people that had these wolf yeah. shirts, and what it was was it was a circle, and then W O O F, but the O O were the ears on top of the circle, making it like a Mickey Mouse logo. I see. Okay. I fucking hated those shirts. All right. Every time I would see one, I'd be like, oh. What was Tom. your favorite shirt that you saw apart from yours? No, nothing, I don't know. I didn't, yeah, there were there were nothing. Um, oh, um, actually, there were there was a group of guys that had t-shirts, and it was written in that Disneyland font. Oh yeah, and it said "I see gay people." Oh, that's fun. I thought that was clever. Cute, and it was in really small print, so it was like children weren't gonna be. Yeah, it was good. So anyway, you're. I'm sorry. So he's from Switzerland. So, yeah, Switzerland. and he woofed at me, and then I started <laughs> a conversation with him, and he's very dark and exotic. He was born in the Dominican Republic, so he's sort of mixed, and he's got a beard, and mm-hmm. he, you know, he's hot. And um, a little talking back and forth and chatting. And then we switched over to WhatsApp. Do you know about WhatsApp? No. WhatsApp isn't a gay thing. It's a program that you can use to text internationally for free. So it's like texting internationally for free. So we're texting back and forth. And he sent me some pictures. And and he travels a lot for his Like naked pictures? Um, Some in a swimming suit. Some... I never saw his penis, but there was some kind of sexy shots. He's taken a lot of pictures of himself and... He's handsome. He's like modely, and I'll show you. I'll show him to you if you want. Right on. Um, and uh, going back and forth and chatting and and all this stuff. And he was gonna maybe be out here in Vegas and then maybe in L.A. And he had the date saved. And um, when I was in um, Hermosa Beach last weekend for. Um, Brittany and Jalen's wedding I yes. got a text from him and, and and he said I should tell you what I have and in, in oh he's so handsome in um, March he was diagnosed with with cancer yeah and he went through chemotherapy and then just like this week they found something more so Aww. he's going through it's awful 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 look how lovely he does is. he have cancer of the sexy I don't know. Yeah, that's he's, a, so he's very he's sexy. He's so sweet, and he's he's sweet, and I don't like heavy duty like breast cancer and colorectal and something. I don't know. It's awful, Jeez. but yeah. So we're still in touch, obviously, and but it was just like you read that text and you're like, oh my god, and his family was there with him, and I mean, at least he's in a country where they have healthcare, and right. do you know what I mean? So. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. God, I'm so sorry. Isn't that weird to go from like a... Mr. Scruff Wolf sexy I know. So that's that story on that dude. Uh, but he's lovely, and I hope it, I hope he's okay and that I can meet him someday. Yeah. And that he does okay. Oh, did you know there's a theme for the fall? God damn it. Dude. Yeah, fall steam ahead. No. Yeah. No. What? You don't like it? You always like the theme so much. I know. So much. This is a departure for me. <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm saying no um, way. Yeah. Um. Okay. So today, fall steam ahead. Fall steam ahead. You know what no, that means? It means I don't want to know. Done. What it means no. Get shit done. Take care of business. Get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Order. You know your t-shirts or whatever it is. I did. I know. And yeah, they fucked you. I ordered I them a week before. I know. You were on top of it. That sucks. <laughs> um. I came. I saw the perks of being a wallflower today at the WGA screening with yeah. Brett. I started crying five minutes in. Oh, I want to see it. And I cried through the whole movie. I've never had an experience like that in a movie where I was so moved all really? the time. 
Well, first what of all, they, of they shot it on the Empathy Cam 360. Yeah. You know, that they sometimes, like, I thought they used that on We Bought a Zoo. Right. But they used it, they must have bought the new model. I just cared. It was about friendship and connecting, and it was about, I, what I liked about the movie is there's a lot of drama in it, and some really intense things have happened to the characters and do happen to the characters. But there are a lot of scenes where people are just kind to each other, and it showed so you know, that it's it, fiction. Exactly. But it showed that it can be compelling and dramatic because I think yeah. as writers you think conflict, conflict, and somebody's got to be mean, especially right. in high school, always mean, bully saying asshole things and just people being in tune with each other and giving them, giving people that were hurting something that they needed and connecting and finding your people, you know, finding these sort of misfit friends to be friends with. And oh, it was so lovely. I just thought it was lovely and devastating, you know. I don't know why I cry. I just kept crying. And I was sitting next to Brett and I thought he has to know I'm crying because I'm literally yeah, like shaking. And he was like, oh, I didn't know. I was like, really? Because I I was a goner That's for so most of the movie. Oh, really? No, I, I didn't care enough about you to notice. To not- I don't know. He, but you liked the movie about the friendship. I, I, okay. <laughs> I know. I, I, no, that's hilarious. I can't believe that he couldn't tell I was crying. I mean, I tried Maybe to be. Maybe he was so be, into it that oh, he, he just. Said, yeah. He said he was really sucked into it. But I would try to be like, I would adjust my posture and stuff like that. But um, oh, wow. the actor's beautiful. Emma Watson's beautiful. and She's going to be this the biggest, hugest star. She's good in this. Yeah. She's sweet. And the thing that's cool about it is this. I read the book around the time it came out, which is around 99, 2000, if I remember right. And the guy that wrote the book wrote the screenplay and directed it. So it made me like want to try to make misadventures happen in a way. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm a little fired up about that. So we'll see. I don't know. That's terrific. but it was. Oh, I can't. It was the best movie I've seen. I think this year. Yeah. I just did me in. That's I so loved it. cool. I just thought it was so beautiful. I, I think Misadventures funny. is more makeable now because now it's like a period piece. You could do it as a 90s thing. The problem is it's just not shaped like a movie. I have to figure it out. But this watching this movie gave me some clues. Like, okay, what are the emotional moments in the book? Find a way right. to string those together. Yeah. And I don't know. We'll see. But That's amazing. Yeah. I would love to talk to that writer about his experience and how he did it. And also see if he can let me use the Empathy Cam 360. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it's so good. But I also saw a few other things that I'll just throw out little moments. I didn't like the master. I wasn't into it. I didn't care. I was bored. No one seems to cared because it was like here and then it just disappeared. Like it's it not didn't... compelling. Damn. I wasn't into it. I don't know. I loved the Richard Gere movie, uh, Arbitage, Arbitrage, because yeah. uh, he walks a lot in it and he has the best walk in Hollywood. Okay. It's good. Um, and I finally got through Downton Abbey first season. Oh, I'm first so season. I know. I'm. It yeah. takes me a while. I, I was saying this it's to somebody. It's such recently. a magical show. It's fun and it's not too brainy. I love it. But you, it's just interesting. Yeah, it's good. And I decided that one reason I want a boyfriend someday is so I can get through some shows. Because couples yes. always say, "Oh, we burned through season four of Breaking Bad this weekend." Right. If I don't, that's it's yeah. never going to happen. If I don't have the canoodling, I know I can drop out for a weekend and listen to me, faggot. I have, <laughs> uh, I have freaks and geeks, which I'm halfway yeah. through right now. I've undeclared to go next. Yeah. I have, all, you get I have like it. four seasons of breaking bad. You get to do it. And I have like four, uh, three seasons of the good wife. Did you so, buy the breaking bads? Do you own them? The breaking bads are pirates. Oh, Everything okay. else I bought 
on like Amazon. Because I need to get through some Breaking Bad too. But I, it can be forever to get through fucking yeah. one season of Downton. They're Abbey. pirates, and you can like only watch them on yeah. the computer. They won't play on the DVD oh, player, right? I see. All right. So, um, so my Boogie Nights birthday is next weekend. You know, um, I have to miss it. Where are you? I my flight now is at five thirty that night. God oh, damn flying it. to London. Yes, but talk oh. about your party. Um. I am the theme is Boogie Nights birthday. I think I've talked about wanting to have a birthday like that. Yeah. So I bit the bullet. I'm doing it. I've ha- found this place called Hyde. One of the guys that goes to hip hop class with me works for I think it's called SBE. Yeah. And they own Katsuya that's, and the Abbey. Isn't it and all right that next stuff. to the Laugh Factory? It's right next to the Laugh Factory. And that's like a super ultra exclusive Yeah. I guess like Paris Hilton Club. Yeah. And it's beautiful inside. It, they sent me the floor plan, and I'm like, this looks kind of small. And I went and looked at it, and it's bigger than I thought. Um, I The problem is inviting people because I haven't had a big party in a while, and my Evite list is a fucking mess. And then there's Facebook, but people don't really check Facebook. But then there's people that I know in my phone. But I don't, like, so if you're listening to this and you think, I should have gotten an invite to that, and I didn't, just you can come. It's because <laughs> I'm a mess with trying yeah. to keep track of who's been invited and not. You know um, what you need to do at this party is start a new list. A new list of like have yeah. everyone sign in yeah. with their information. Maybe that's a good idea to like update Dennis's contact list. So um, roller, ro- and that's not roller. I keep saying that. Uh, Boogie Nights birthday. I, there's a line dance that Benji and I have choreographed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benji's my hip hop teacher, and it's online. You can watch it now on YouTube and learn it in advance. Oh. Uh, and it's just search Dennis Hensley's Boogie Nights Birthday on YouTube, and it's fun. And uh, to you should be dancing. And I'm thinking of having a like a one hour class on Saturday for whoever wants to come and learn it, so that people can do the line Jesus dance. Right? Christ. I'm going. I'm going yeah. all you're the going, way. You're there. going fall steam ahead. I'm going fall steam ahead because yeah. I wanted to do this for a while, and then the guy with the club, and I'm like, yes. I, Hyde Lounge yes. is like that's an. Are you renting it? I am. That's incredible. Paying, it's wonderful. I, they, I, there's a there's a food and drink minimum that right. I have to meet, and then there's some expense. And hopefully, I will meet it because I'm ma- making everyone buy their own drinks and stuff. Right. And um, then there was some out of pocket stuff for secu- like staff yeah. and stuff. About, it's about a grand and a little bit more. Yeah, no. Good um, for you. And then I'm paying the DJ. My friend Brittany is the DJing it and. So it'll it'll cost me some, but right. can, it's not going to be out event. of. I feel like we're due for a big crazy party. Remember we did Project Hensley, that Project yes, Runway party, and you were Tim Gunn. I feel like we're due for one of those, yeah. and I'm eh, so I'm doing it. Um, I think I'm going to have a porno acting challenge, where I was going to ask you to be one of the judges, but I now know, you're not going to be I here. Would've... Where I take scenes from porns before the sex, yeah. and have like a sheet with the sides on it. They're short scenes, and yeah, cue cards, pair, yeah. And people do it like I'm here for the, I'm here to fix the sink exactly. or whatever, and they act it out. Yeah, I got a clog in my hole yeah. that you can look at. So there's that, and then by I, the way, what we just did, yeah, better than any acting in any oh. porno ever. Oh, I have a new porno that I just got that has some acting that you have to. You yeah. re- really? Have it's to called see it. it's called the porn identity. Oh, that's good. And um, it's got that Twinkie kit um, that I was working with to do stand up. What the fuck is his name? Oh, I remember Ken, who it is. Uh, Corrigan. Brent Corrigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't, oh, <laughs> and he really thinks he's like. Is he acting uh, good? Uh, in it? Oh, well, he thinks he is. There, is saw, there are a lot of like acting scenes in this porn, and that would be. What, if you're, Coach Potatoes, if you're listening, what 70s porns do I have to pick a scene from? Because I'm thinking maybe Spokes. Spokes. 
biggest uh, bike, biggest dicks of any bike club in this city. Cousins, cousins might be good. That was hot. I think there's a scene in Cousins where they like they get. Put, yeah. Oh, you guys both will just sleep in here tonight. Yeah, and it's yeah. probably. There like, was talking one called, about girls. One called Getting It that I liked. Um, yeah, uh, it, and I need um, Jack Plotnik. I saw him the other night, and he suggested I do, which is the one with the wedding where they get measured for the tux. And I need some straight ones in there. I'm only going to do like a handful of yeah, scenes. That's pretty funny. Um, but I saw Boogie Nights happened to be showing the other night at um, the New Beverly. And Rebecca and I were going to – we grabbed dinner and we were going to go. And we get there and it's sold out. Wow. I know because Thomas Jane was there and I forgot that he was even in it. And he was going to speak before it. So I stood in line and Rebecca was tired. So we made sure I was going to get in and then she called it a night. But – um. First of all, we're standing in line to get into Boogie Nights, and this guy walks up. On like a Wednesday night? No, it was Friday night. Oh, okay. This guy walks up, and he's barefoot walking down Beverly Boulevard. Jesus. And then he walks into the theater, and I'm, and Rebecca goes, his feet must be so gross. I'm like, I know, that's so weird. And he's got a kid with him. I'm so weird. And then when they announced Thomas Jane, it turns out it was Thomas Jane that was walking barefoot down Boogie. Still barefoot? Yeah, but he walked in barefoot. I don't know. I, I think he was still barefoot. I couldn't see his feet when he was speaking. But if he didn't walk in with shoes, I doubt that they, they had, had some, some there. for him. That is but so weird. He told a few anecdotes about the movie. But the coolest part about him being there was that he said that when he was a struggling actor, he was dating a girl that worked at the concession stand at the New Beverly. So he spent like three nights a week at the New Beverly. And he would come, and sometimes popcorn was only the only meal he would have that day. And he said he saw everything, and that was like his acting school and his film school. And that's kind of why he went there. And I thought that was neat. He had a soft spot for it. That's a nice story. Yeah. But um, the movie is still fun. Like, you're talking about the porn. I hadn't seen it since the, the 90s. And Julianne Moore has that amazing scene yes. where they're acting. You have a giant cock. But like the rhythms are weird. I know it's and amazing. That, yeah, she was great. But my favorite scene in it, looking back, or my favorite moment that I had forgotten was Don Cheadle in the donut store at the end. I don't know if you remember that. He's in the donut store and it gets held up and there's yeah. gunfire and blood and and he ends up looking at this bag. Everyone else is dead and there's this bag of money in there and he had just gotten rejected for a loan, right? To try to start his stereo company because right, right. he's trying to go legit and he has this dream and he's yeah. so earnest and and they reject him because of his porn past and then he happens upon this money in this really weird way. And that was the moment that I enjoyed the second watching it this time around. And Mark Wahlberg's great. Yeah. He's really good. Um, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Is so good. So amazing in that. John C. Riley. And there were a couldn't lot of... do that today, you know? It's one yeah. of the things it was one of the benefits of him not being very famous yeah. yet. That you could do that role. Cause now you would be laughing at what a great performance he's giving and not just enjoying the character. Yeah, that poor guy. Yeah. And they go out and shop for their clothes. I have to figure out my outfit for my party. Oh, boy. Brett lent me a shaggy wig and a mustache. I think I'm going to do a full-on cum-eater mustache. Yeah. I know. And I'm excited about that. Um, oh, I also recommend Keep the Lights On, which is this gay movie. This yeah, Indian. I have to see that. I loved it. I saw it in New York. It really got under my skin. I liked it a lot. I'm dying to see Argo. I want to see that. And um, uh, I don't even know what else. I hate going to movies, so like I just can't wait just, to... I love going to movies. Yeah. Um, my friends Brittany and Jalen got married last weekend down in Hermosa Beach, which felt... It was like... 45 minutes away, but it felt like a total getaway. It's beautiful. Beach Hotel. Have you been And it was there? your birthday. It was my birthday the day that they got married. So happy birthday from all the couch potatoes to thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. But it was beautiful. It was like, 
really fun. It was they did that dance down the aisle thing where people didn't take it seriously. <laughs> I know you're gonna roll your eyes. And um, do you know who Scott Porter is? He's an actor. He's on The Good Wife, I think. Maybe no, you haven't gotten to him yet. I haven't watched any of The Good Wife. Yet. Um, he's he was on Friday Night Lights, and now he's on Hearts of Dixie, and he's a good friend of theirs. And he sang at the wedding. He sang um the Bruno Mars song, and he's oh. a great singer. He was in Alter Boys when That's it was me. a big hit. And he can beatbox too, and he beatboxed. And it was one of those movies where people dance and go crazy. You know, sometimes on weddings they'll just—I mean, they were doing Gangnam Style. Oh, people it was one of those were, weddings where weddings, people went, yeah. yeah, where people just dance and dance and dance. And that's nice. Yeah, and they choreographed their couples dance. Yeah, because they're like show Everybody people. Everybody does now. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. But I just want to say fun. to Aaron and Chill, if you're listening, coming up through the floor. With the fog, seeing "I Will Never Leave You" was the best. Yeah, everything else pales by so comparison, Xanadu. and you were so ahead of the curve. And yeah. my hat is still off. I love it. Um, so I t- crossed off my birthday. Well, um, in closing, I want to um send a sh- special shout out uh to the man sitting on my left. You know, you are my dearest friend in the world, and I love you so much. And that goes without saying, but and it's important to say That's it. so sweet. Um, but we did two episodes of Fashion Police this week, and it was incredibly hard. And you had so many amazing jokes, and I can't – I have to just tell what you. What about – there was that Joan second Rivers, meeting. That second meeting, I was throwing out some weird shit. Like I said about exactly the Gina, what I was the Gina talk about. Davis dress. There are two reasons you, 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 it scares bears away. Like, I don't know what you had this one joke and Joan was in. She was so tired and she was so cranky and she just hated everything. No matter who said like everything was like, nah. And, um, but I was talking with Lisa Bacon then the next day when, when it turns out none of us were dead. Um, and there was some joke about someone, you know, Sharon Stone going to fuck and you got really like you were telling that didn't like you know fucking yeah get worked that pussy and fuck that like you were oh, doing this thing I know what it was and it was it was about um so hilarious Michael Jackson it was about how um it's a, I, I was say, making the joke that Tiffany Amber Thiessen looked like such a, a music video big, vixen that if Michael Jackson were alive today he would just like take her and <laughs> fucker and cuz i had you had to sell the idea that michael jackson was, was virile a man yeah, yeah. So and, and I just got really into it. So so funny. So you had to sell it. Um, yeah, but no, but you, so as always, Dennis Hensley, and there's this <laughs> there's this thing um, in the the great episode with Brandy that'll air on October nineteenth, where we were doing Starlet of Streetwalker, but the last one was so obvious there was no way anyone wasn't gonna know what it was, yeah. and the show was literally gonna tape in seven hours and there was like no we couldn't get another it was you could get another picture but then it would have been a whole big and dennis had this idea that well what if they all just say i know this i know this i know this i don't think it was my idea i thought it was jones idea i I, thought it was your idea well the idea that the name ultimately the idea that they shouldn't the idea that they shouldn't let's just let's do a misdirect they all say i know this i know this and then they all say it's meryl streep right and then of course it's not meryl streep but um, it was such a and I it kind it was of saved really the Jones' day. idea, and it's it, when that happened it's on the really set, funny I laughed moment. and laughed and laughed. So, so it yeah. was really inspired. Well, but um, the what, the moment that I'm really my little... point is my point is it hurts me to say this, but you're fired. Oh. So I'm sorry to do it on the podcast. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. Um, there was a oh the Paris Hilton moment, which probably aired last night, right? That has aired, and I don't, I haven't watched to see no, what the edit it, is. It's in there. Does Jones say her thing about the yes. AIDS quilt? Okay, yes. good. 
Um, because there was a, I don't even remember what the joke was. We're but talking we have about, dig about Paris Hilton in there. Well, we're talking really about edgy. Nicole Kidman yeah. in the dress. And Nicole Richie, Nicole and she goes, it's like her BFF Paris Hilton, which was your joke, right? Wasn't that yours? This dress is just like her BFF Paris Hilton. No. It's simple and really easy to get into. Yeah, no. Not and really. then George just ad-libs, oh, and just, so does it hate gay people too? And Do you hate so, this dress as much as Paris Hilton hates gay people? And everyone right. in the audience went, Went bananas. And there was this joke that you had pitched for something else that suddenly made sense and so i reminded joan of it and, and she, she came it. back with so, that as her comeback I, but i and it's i had political I had turned and on the tv and that was the first thing good. i heard because it was happened to be yeah. on and i was like holy shit that's on there oh well no it's great it's a dig on paris anyways yeah um oh speaking of television i have a little rhapsody update about my cruise ship story and then we'll wrap it up i um I didn't send it to a lot of people because it turns out I don't know anybody in the business. But um, my friend Chris Miller at Flower Films, yes. is, um, they, they're looking for an hour, and he liked the little video, and they read the script, and they really liked the world of it. And I he don't know me, what video you're talking I about. I made a little pitch video where I, I'm like um, – where I explain who I am and that I used to work on ships and I show a bunch of pictures and this is, and then the same thing is like my story. Right. It's on YouTube actually. And, um, I, where I pitch who I am, the ship world and a little bit about the show. Right. It's like three minutes and Felix Pyre shot it for me and edited it. And, um, I'm just talking to camera yeah. but with fun cruise ship pictures, crazy fun world. Yeah. And, um, so there, um, he gave, they gave me some notes. Um, and I, Sent in the new version, and they're looking at the new version now, and I hope they like it. I but I'm excited. I'm into it. I feel like, I feel like um, I've been wanting to write about that time and for a long time, and I yeah. feel like I have. Uh, so I feel like I don't know something there. Whenever you say cruise ship dancers, people people smile. Oh, for sure. And I was saying to Chris when I was in New York, he called me and he said, you know, they have agents at CAA, and I guess if they like what we're doing they will go to CAA and we'll try to find a way to go out with it or whatever right. the next step is. And uh, when I was in New York, he called me and he said, when can you do this rewrite? Because I talked to CAA and they're excited about the idea. Like they hadn't seen right. the script or anything. And uh, so I said, I'll, I'll, you know, I have some time off coming up. I'll work on it, blah, blah, blah. But I guess they were talking about how nobody's really excited about any of the fall shows. Like there's not a real interesting, but there's not really shows where people are like buzzing or excited. Right. They tried to make the new normal, like this big super buzz. I'm, I'm excited and... about Nashville, but there's nothing, you know, where you yeah. go, Ooh, you know? Right. So I think they were intrigued by this idea. So I don't know. We'll see what they think of the rewrite. And Fantastic. Where I know, but it's got a little, which is good. Cause there wasn't a, like, a groundswell of, you know, whatever. But you only need one, right? No, that's amazing. I Good know. It's cool. If anyone um, is bored, go on the, the website, WeHo Confidential. Oh, what's going on with WeHo Confidential? They're, they just love to show any picture of Brian Singer with a twink. Oh, my God. And it's endless, and the gallery will rock your world. It's terrifying, because man's like 50 years old. Yeah. And these, th- th- literally children sitting yeah. on his lap. At, I interviewed at, like, him at once. eleven, and it's like you know they're like an eleven bar, and it's like it, oh god, and it's all pictures that the Twinks have posted on their Facebook pages. Oh yeah, like so hanging all... out with my buddy Bryant. So it's right. not like they're digging; they're just getting these off. Yeah. But when you look at one after another, it's... yeah, it's a whole thing. Oh man, I interviewed him once, and I did this thing. 
sometimes as an interviewer, I would, I look back and I go, what were you thinking? Like, sometimes I'll make a joke with somebody or I'll do something and, you know, whatever. And I, I was interviewing Brian Singer about, I think the first X-Men for Movie Line. Mm. It was like a home visit. It was his house, but he had no furniture. And when he was a kid, he was, he, um, grew up with Ethan Hawke and they made, like he would make super eight movies and Ethan would be in them. And they were like buddies that way. And, um, and at the time, I don't think people knew much about Brian's personal life. And so I said, so what was in these movies when he jack off and you just film them? Like I was trying to be funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I just, he just was like, weird. It's just a weird moment. And they look back and I think, I can't believe I did that. (laughs) It's so unprofessional, but also sometimes those are the moments where people play. Exactly. I just thought it was a good strategy at the time. That's great. But I look back and think not such a good strategy. Oh, seeing Donna this week. That's even worse than what you did to Brandy. Oh my God. You're seeing who? Madonna. I'm going to the concert. I didn't it's even know birthday. she was coming this week. Yes, Thursday night. I'm going to ben- with Benji because he helped me choreograph my line dance, so I'm, it's a little reward. Are you, would you want to see her? Do, does it appeal to you? I don't – I mean, look, I hear – Baby Hector saw this show twice yeah. and loved it. He says it's such an amazing show. And yeah. So I'm sure they're – yeah, I'm sure it's great. I want to go and see Lady Gaga when she comes in yeah. like February or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't like – I don't. I just don't like Madonna. The problem is I don't like yeah. her as a person. I don't like when yeah. she talks. She's yeah. so grand, and when yeah. she's like, you know, we're all the same, and come on, we have to rally, and we're. It's like you're not me. You're not like me. Like you're. I don't relate to her at all. There's she's so really many great songs. Off. Yeah, but I just don't. Yeah, it's I more don't. like the tradition and the history of it, and I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um. Anyways. All right, shall we wrap it up? Yes, let's say goodbye, we please. Did too. Uh, if okay. anyone's in the market for an amazing lip balm, you have to go to find vanitymark.com. Yes. Dr. Kiss, the world's greatest lip balm. There's now a girl version that's glossy. Yeah. Uh, it's a great gift. The holidays are coming. I know. Start planning now. I have to go see this Del Shores movie, and I've got to meet somebody for dinner. It's later than I thought. All right. Well, then, as right. always, we love you for listening. We love you for we listening. Talk to you in a month or so. Okay. Bye. Hopefully Bye. Bye.